Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the third ever episode of Three at the Back podcast. Third and last. Third and last, yeah. Um, as you can see, we are not uh, in a pub today, unfortunately. Uh, Storm Kiara or Kira or however you want, Sierra. Sierra. Sierra, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's pop star. It's windy. Yeah, it's windy, so we've decided to just cotch at home and we're still drinking beer, don't worry, and uh, chat shit about football. Um, specifically, today's episode, um, obviously we're doing this um, uh, against the backdrop of minimal Premier League games and uh, EFL games. Um, chaps, the uh, the winter break has finally arrived in England. Uh, what do we What do we think? The winter break. Yeah, it's a bit. Oh, it's a load of crap. It's not. It's not the winter break. <laughs> it's not. It's not the winter break that that the Europeans have, is it? It's not a complete two week halt to, no. to football. No. Which is no. which is what it is supposed to be. Especially. Mm. Yeah. Does it mean that each club gets two weeks off? Essentially, yeah. So basically, uh, yeah, it's just staggered. Yeah. So uh, obviously, over this weekend, uh, we had we had two games yesterday. Yeah. Um, so those, those four teams have got two weeks off from from, from now. Yeah, yeah. Basically, so it's Brighton Watford was the five thirty yeah. uh, kickoff, uh, Everton and Everton Palace was the was the early early kickoff. So basically, all the, the, the essentially what it is is the three o'clock schedule. Yeah. Is gone from the Saturday. Yeah. Um, and there were two games scheduled for today. Yeah. Obviously, Man and City. City yeah, Man City's been called off. So which makes a mockery now of the winter break because they got an extra well week off. Is yeah, right? basically, essentially that means that they probably do it in the midweek. Essentially, they, they, they've got that's twenty. Should have worn that, you know, the policing and yeah, and all that, and to get the fans back, the away fans back. I mean, that's. I think it, what it works out now for City is that they've got Ham fans go to the game anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, well, a long, home or away. It's, yeah. A, it's a long way to travel to watch your, watch your team get smashed 7-0, isn't it? But how's it going to work? Well, they're going to try and fit it in. This is the mockery of this, this two-week break, isn't it? Because now the weather's got in the way. Mm-hmm. City get an extra week. West Ham get an extra week, effectively. Where are they going to shoehorn that in? Which means that some one of the weeks, they've got three games in a week to play. Maybe. Which makes a mockery of this break. Maybe. It'll, prob- it'll probably end up being something like four games over ten days yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which Pep's going to be... Using to his advantage, Wines. crying about why he's twenty-two points 22 behind. Points behind. Yeah, <laughs> even though he's already twenty-two points behind before today, anyway. So yeah, yeah absolutely. No. Uh, so obviously, the European uh, version of the winter break is it's a complete two-week um, halt to proceedings. Every team, it's it's fairly judged, so they get a complete fourteen days clear. Well, we we to, to enjoy their Christmas. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. In, in Germany, they stopped on the twenty-second of December, and they started again on the seventeenth of January. So. Our league, that's the busiest period. Yeah. So we're completely opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So we play something like four games in 12 days. Yeah. Now, the backdrop of that is that the people like Harry Kane got a, an injury, mm-hmm. Rashford got an injury, all put down to the fact that these are fatigue type injuries. Related, yeah. Muscle stresses and Muscle stuff. Muscle stresses. That, yeah. that now puts them in jeopardy for playing in the Euros. Yeah. Right? There's talk that Kane might be out till May and Rashford, I think he's, he's definitely going to touch and go for the, the Euros yeah um, possibly they're talking about Tammy Abraham being down now yeah, as, well. as well yeah. so really you're talking about uh, certainly from this season's perspective that's that's really three of, of England's four striker options you might argue that they, they would have taken a fourth striker um, 
not including the likes of obviously Sterling and Sancho and, and all those kind of wide players, but in terms of three like number yeah, out and out, yeah, out, and out yeah. striker number nine yeah. options, they they were probably the, the only ones mm-hmm. that were that were being considered. But isn't it every tournament that, that comes up? You remember years gone by, it's it, always England. You had Rooney, <laughs> yeah, injured, Beckham, yeah, Beckham, Beckham. Beckham. and we, we still took him, yeah, and they were completely unfit, mm-hmm. not ready, not prepared for it at all. Every time, so every every time he comes around, the winter break is always the the topic. If we give him a month off, three weeks off, got time to recover, reset. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, they do it in Germany really well because they, they get harsh winters. Yeah. So they, they, they've got to reset the pitches. I think they relay a lot of them. Yeah. Returf them. Makes total sense to me, but yeah. I guess the reason we don't do it is purely money, isn't it? Well, the of course, TV money. Of course, and and it, I think ultimately, when you think, obviously that. Where the Premier League is broadcast, it is mostly across across well, it's across the world now. But um, you've got people that subscribers, watchers, viewers are, are, are broken for Christmas as well, and so they use the Premier League as a as, as a source of entertainment through through that two weeks themselves. Unlike any other league in the world, unlike spending time with your family during that time. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I mean, it's the same for. It's, I mean, we, we can use a direct comparison. The NFL, it, the Thanksgiving. Day is a, is a massive game day for for, for the NFL. Um, so you know that 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 in in the same comparison is mm-hmm. is you know relatable to to the fact that the Premier League's got this massive TV deal globally, and actually they're trying to fit it in when people are most likely going to be sat down watching games. But that that is nuts, mm. in my view. If you if you're going to be looking after the players' well-being and um, looking at the, the the big international tournaments which are held in the summer mm-hmm. and we talk about it every time it comes around it's always the England players that are affected they look, they look fatigued when it comes to the tournaments the ones that are fit mm-hmm. um, and we're never going to win anything unless we do something and put in a proper break Yeah, we're never going to win anything so the, the, the staggered nature of the break is not what you would consider a, a, a proper break despite the fact the players and clubs as individuals uh, as individual entities are still having that two it's, weeks off it's a halfway house to try and appease like you said about the, the TV so the TV carries on going so there's still games yeah um, so there were four live games on TV this weekend yeah so it keeps going the money keeps coming in the money yeah. still keeps coming in yeah. yeah but if we use the German model yeah a proper three week break everyone knows when it is and they come back fresh that's how we got to play it. Yeah. A couple of things to consider is that we have more teams in the league. Mm-hmm. We play more games. I think there's two more teams in our league. There is, yeah. In the Bundesliga, which means there's two extra weeks. Yeah. So if you're looking at the break, say if you have a two-week solid break, everyone has a two-week break when the, when the weather's worse, I guess. Yeah. Um, you need to extend the league. We have we have more cups. It's just it's too many games to fit in. Than a lot of European countries. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you agree or disagree with with FA Cup replays? And and if replays are then not taking place, does that does then that open up that that week two week window where where clubs can actually just have that that time off? Because it's about finding the time when 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 is appropriate to obviously get all the fixtures in as well and still well, you, have that two weeks off. You look at when the Germans have their their, their break. There's over Christmas mm-hmm. when we play. I think it's three league games mm-hmm. and an FA Cup game on the first weekend in, in January. Yeah, there's four games they play in the space of about twelve days. Yeah. Now, the big teams maybe can rotate players. They're only playing two of those games, but yeah. the smaller clubs, they've got thin thin squads. Yeah. They got to play all, all four. Which you know, bearing in mind the the, the current uh, argument against uh, Klopp fielding the under twenty three side against Shrewsbury, 
even the big teams that can rotate and do have that power to do, they're, they're then criticised for doing so because they're, they're robbing the fans of... Well, not only the, the Liverpool had that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah Liverpool had that, that um, World Cup Super Cup thing to go and play yes. as well. Yeah. Um, which they were away for for the one of the rounds as well. Uh, the Carabao yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I've got no problem with him picking whatever, whether side he was. Mm-hmm. I think the argument, main argument there was that um, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm, he I'm taking a two-week break. Yeah, yeah, he took time but off. I think... Possibly because he's the, he's the the head of the club. He, yeah. he should have been there, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think people maybe. I, I mean, I don't know what your opinion is, but I think a lot of people maybe neglect the fact that there is mental pressure and mental stress with with being in the position that he's in. Yes, he's not running up and down doing the hundred yards and everything else like that. But there, there must be so much mental pressure to. to maintain what he's doing to be honest it was seen as a disrespect but yeah as long as it's cleared up between him and his it's him and his club that have made that decision yeah Yeah. he's squared it with Mm -hmm. the the big bosses of liverpool so who are we to tell him when he shouldn't shouldn't take time off Mm -hmm. so i i I have no problem with it i i think the only way we do it is if we get rid of one of our cup competitions yeah Mm -hmm. like the carabao cup The, the most of the premier league teams very rarely take this cup, mm-hmm. this competition seriously and yeah. until its European places mm-hmm. are at stake. Yeah. So therefore, let's leave the Carabao Cup to like the Championship downwards. Yeah. And then the FA Cup can be for the Premier League. Like that would then give us that, yeah. those two weeks. Possibly. And that's not just a money thing either because obviously you could, again, the, the argument would be that if you're fighting for the playoffs or, or um, fighting for the title in the Championship, there's that there's the riches of the Premier League is uh, are at stake. Um, it is also League One clubs that are fighting to get into the Championship or fighting against um, relegation to League Two, and again it goes down to League Two as well in in, in the same manner. It's often more money in getting promoted. Yeah, even even at that level, even the League, League those, Two to League One, the, the jump up in money mm-hmm. is is massive compared to just you know yeah. going into Round Three or Round Four of the Carabao yeah. Cup. Yeah. So obviously got a little bit off track with, with regards to the, to the reason for the winter break there but the, the, the summary of it is the staggered nature you don't agree with doesn't work no. um, but obviously it is about finding a window in which we could have two clear weeks off the, 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 the 2022 World Cup obviously has been a massive debate point taking place in the winter November mm-hmm. You know, creeping into December when you talk, talk about like the final and players mm-hmm. being rested mm-hmm. after the tournament, is is that also then maybe an opportunity to really look at how the Premier League structure their 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 game time, because they're gonna they're gonna have to release a certain number of players. A lot of the top clubs in the Premier League are probably going to lose entire squads. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Like, we're still not too sure that's how how they're going to hold the best of the club. Going to do that? Yeah, I don't know how. During that time, yeah, yeah. surely they just. Break it off. Just break it off. Yeah. It's got to be just a four week. Start it early. Start the league early, or, or finish the league. So you're late. talking about starting the league in July. I think that's the, it's the only way to have a have a winter competition. Yeah. When they World Cup and have league football, because yeah. again, like you said, there's too much money involved, especially in the Premier League. Yeah. That they have to be playing it. Mm-hmm. But when there's international breaks, the Championship also breaks. Because yeah. international players for, for yeah. other countries, yeah, so yeah, that sure. affects the top two divisions. Yeah, not playing for four weeks. Yeah, so League One and League Two no, games typically rest. still go together. But those players will be rested. Trying to shoehorn in a, a winter tournament in the middle of a competitive season. Yeah, there's no rest for anybody. Mm-hmm. So then, so then, obviously, 
the, the that's obviously taken into account the fact that these players are going to have to leave and, and, and go and have to play um, elsewhere for their for their countries. But is that not then the same issue with with inserting a winter break into what is typically the busiest period in the, in the Premier League? Is that you're, you're still trying to find that window of, of two weeks, maybe two and a half weeks, where players can just, like say, go off with their families and, and do what they need to do for two well, weeks? It might be the, what, what's the knock-on effect for the schedule? Well, if, you, if you're thinking about tournaments, which is why the winter break always is a subject of, of debate, is because the injuries always occur around that Christmas period when you get those fatigue injuries. So the break has to happen at that point. Halfway through the season. Yeah, it's got to happen at that point. Right? And the games are going to be thinned out so that you're not playing like four games in 12 days. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the only way you can avoid that injury situation and that debate come the summer when the tournaments are on. Um, that World Cup in, in 2022, I, I don't know how it's going to work because that's no break for anybody. It's in November. Yeah. Because you're going full throttle as well. From and, and let's say they do start it early. So they, they start the Premier League in July. You full throttle all the way up to what mid October. But starting that in July means you get no full pre-season. Well, so yeah. The knock-on effect is going to be a shortened gap, so that the rest is even shorter. So you go, you go from basically what mid mid May. I mean, if you're in FA Cup final and Champions League final, you're mid May to the beginning of July, six weeks so off. You know, you're having six weeks off because those those guys are going to be pre-season, pre-season, kind of straight away. Train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The lock-on's going to be huge because that, that, that rest is even less. Yeah, that they, they must have a plan, and we'd be interested to see what their plan and is. You would think that, I'm, wouldn't you? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it must be planned out. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that, but um, no. I think everything that we've seen since the bid was awarded, it would it would suggest it that suggest that no one knows. The, nobody yeah. knows really because the, the initial. Mm-hmm. The initial you're telling me they've given the World Cup just to some. Re- a really rich nation. Is, well, that, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that what you're telling me? The decision's been made. It's got nothing to do with the, the spectacle of football. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> I think at the time that they were well, awarded, it was just it was just a it was just a, a load of sand, and there was no. Enough, I don't want to yeah, get killed off. No, yeah. No. Yeah. No, I think we should just. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut it. We'll, we'll cut it off there. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, uh, winter break um, allows obviously players to have that rest. Obviously, they've not had that break. Um, this year or, or in previous years, it's, it's had a knock-on mm-hmm. uh, effect, certainly going into the, the, the Euros uh, this summer, as we've mentioned, Kane, uh, Rashford, Abraham, Sammy, yeah. um, uh, out long-term. Um, it will create a discussion about who then steps up if those three players are either not fit, unavailable, yeah. like, you know, obviously people talking about Jamie Vardy um, being the Premier League's top scorer currently, mm-hmm. but in obviously international retirement mm-hmm. gets in the way of that is 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 he going to answer the call if Gareth Southgate gives, no. him, a, gives him a ring Southgate's not going to ask him you don't think he's going to ask him no. at all Southgate's looking at the future right yeah I think, I think he's looking at one of, the, one of the young guys to step up yeah. which you would say obviously would have been Tammy Abraham at the time no, and, and, and Rashford Tammy's a I think Tammy's in the squad already Tammy's going um, Rashford's going you're looking at I guess you're looking at the likes of Mason Greenwood can he Can is he going to get the minutes yeah. to show how good he is. I mean, that's that's a really strong call for someone that's obviously only really just broken into the scene this year. Well, the thing is, Southgate's been really consistent with if you're playing for your club yeah. and you're playing well, mm-hmm. you're given a chance. Greenwood's not getting minutes. No. So, he's, he's going to st- a wild card. He, he, from, he needs, yeah. You know, if you're looking at uh, strikers that, that are young and play, I mean, you've got to look at Calvin-Lewin. 
That's a good shout. For me, I mean, he scored, he scored yesterday. Uh, he looked lively. Mm-hmm. Um, he's improved massively on Dan Charlotte. Massively. Well, he's always had the potential. He works hard. Of course. You know, but if you're taking Calvert-Lewin as your number one striker to a major tournament... <laughs> you're in trouble. Are you in trouble? Yeah. Or are you in trouble should yeah. be the question. Yeah, not, not to, not to uh, discount that Calvert-Lewin could well, go there and win the golden boot and I guess bring it home for we, England. We spoke about it in the past that we have a lot of attacking quality. Mm-hmm. On the other areas of the pitch, yeah. like of course, wide players. I think yeah, we've got Raheem Sterling, we're, we're Jadon Sancho. Yeah. One of the strongest selection of young, well, you look young white talents. Sterling as well could be out for a month or so now with a, another yeah. injury. So I mean, it's mounting up. Yeah. Oh, and Sancho is fit. Yeah. Because he's just had a four-week break. And yeah. And why is that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and he's scoring and assisting for fun. Yeah. So we talk about obviously um, players that that are not going. What about players that that could go, could go. Um, certainly now there are potentially spaces in the squad for the, for the odd player that maybe was on the on the fringes right. I did a bit of research okay. a bit of thinking Woo. check did, this boy out I done, did a done, 1 to 11 done proper research wild card Ooh, Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. potential you pick some of your favourites 1 to 11 wild card team All right. based on this season's performances that of players that at the start of the season wouldn't have been considered yeah. what, d- d- different ages no, just, just just players that maybe haven't had caps or are young and then suddenly have blossomed this season. Okay. Yeah. Or players that are on loan from, from bigger parent clubs. Okay. Um, so I started with, obviously, with goalkeeper. So you got the lad at Sheffield United, that was Henderson. Yeah. Having an absolutely yeah. blinding season. Yeah, fantastic, isn't it? I think he has to, I think, I think he has to be on the plane already. Yeah. Well, you're looking at taking the three keepers. Yeah, I mean, that's the standard, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You've got, for me, Pope is number one. Pickford's looking... Dodgy. Okay. There's room. Uh, I've never been a massive fan of Pickford. No. It, looks, it looks a bit. Um, I think uh, that advert he's on now. Accident prone to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he almost drops the bag. Then the uh, the the deliverer. Oh, the drops the bag. Then he's so he's so awful. Yeah, he does the old fist pump. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I I I will say about that about that advert. Uh, it's shocking. It's cringy. Uh, I saw it because I saw it the other night, and I was like, "Why have they made out that these fucking millionaire footballers live in like mid terrace houses yeah. and are ordering bloody yeah. takeout?" And what's going Just on with, with Harry Maguire and, uh, and Jill Scott as well? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Why do, they, why do they have two separate takeaways and <laughs> they both answer the door to it and then sit together? Yeah, yeah. weird, weird. Deliveroo, sort your creative out and yeah. get your editors Rubbish back up, on yeah. that. Yeah, awful. Yeah, but. Uh, that's back, back to Henderson. Back to Henderson, yeah. <laughs> oh, potentially, he could go as England number two. Yeah, I agree. Um, pick a third, yeah. Pick a yeah, third, yeah. If, if you're going to take three, I never understood why I took three anyway. I mean, you were quite critical um, of his uh, performance yesterday, obviously, again, against, against, your, uh, yeah. against your Crystal Palace. The, Palace. The, the, the goal that Christian Benteke scored. Well, anyone that's conceded a goal to Christian Benteke needs to be hung up. First, <laughs> it's the first goal that Benteke's scored in 34 Premier League matches. Yeah, since, so that, that, since last April. Exactly, so that, that probably tells its own story. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so people are going to say he made a worldy stop in that game as well, but in all fairness, the ball hit him. But it's, che- it's checks and balances, isn't it? it you know, you, you can you, you can make one worldy stop and, and be shit for an entire he looked, game. He looked dodgy. He looked short confidence. Uh, his kicking game was going to be really strong and he was putting them all out of play. Mm. He, he, he looked... Because he's made some, some errors recently in the back end of last season. Yeah. Yeah, claiming crosses. And yeah. I think shots going through his hands. Yeah, and, and I don't think he's really sort of recaptured and ever had a conceded goal for fun this recently, season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Pope at Burnley's looks solid. 
Yeah. Back after his injury, he looks he looks solid. Yeah, uh, and and as well, Burnley are, are one of those teams that are kind of they're they're, they're challenging. They're they're getting there as a as a top ten mm-hmm. side. Certainly, they're an established Premier League side now. Um, and and you you just kind of think that that's down to what Sean Dyche is doing in in terms of his recruitment policy. It's always been. British Isles, young young English players. Well, he's, he's keeping Joe, Joe Hart. Yeah. yeah, they signed Joe Hart, and um, they, had the, they had the three best English keepers on their books at one point. They had, they had Pope, Heaton, and, and, and Joe Hart on, yeah. on the books, and they had to get rid of Heaton because he weren't going to get a game. Yeah, Hart was not getting a game. That shows you how good Pope's Pope form's is. Been. Mm-hmm. What what does that say for Heaton though? Because obviously Tom Heaton was was in that conversation of, of England goalkeeper. Well, he had to, he had to leave to give himself a chance, which is fair enough. I mean, he, need, he needs game time. He's now injured again. <laughs> he need, he needed, conversation over. Yeah, he needed he needed he needed the game time. <laughs> that's 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 fair enough. But when you're being ousted by England's former number one, that, that's been nowhere near the squad for years. Well, he, Heaton's story was that he was probably pushing to be England's number one. He got a real nasty, I think, shoulder dislocation. Didn't play for a while, and that's yep. when Pope came in and took over. That's right. His, his position, ne- and he can come back and never regained it. Mm-hmm. They signed Joe Hart as a backup. Yeah. Not going to get other. Trying to push him. Yeah, and and, and Pope's been so solid that, that both of them are looking. So do you think Pope's development is is because obviously he's had heat and breathing down his neck as as the as the established I number just, one that that obviously had that break for injury. I just think he's. Certain goalkeepers take a while to, to get in their zone and, and mature, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. It's such a difficult position mm-hmm. to learn. Yeah, of course. Uh, that now he's, he's clearly at the top of his game and, and only getting better. Has to go number one. Although Southgate loves Pickford. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, as I said, I'm not a big fan of Pickford, so uh, I would tend to agree. Fair enough. So you're back four then, so or, or is it back three? So you, I went, gone, I went back four. Back four. Okay. So as a, as a as a wild card, Mike Bassett. I've gone for um, Reece James. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. Good shout. Yeah. Uh, we Palace almost got him on loan at the start of the season, and he was a practically unknown. Yeah. He's forced his way into the Chelsea side and looks the boy. Had a good season in the Championship last year. Yeah. And he's come into that Chelsea yeah. setup and done well. Hasn't yeah. He? He's he's that. That modern, that modern yeah. wing back role, isn't he? Yeah. Good going forward. Yeah. Fairly quick. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Trent, Trent goes to number one. Quite, 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 a, quite a tall lad as well, isn't he? He's he looks just the, the business. I think he was probably considered himself unlucky to not be getting more time at Chelsea and being probably more up the ranks. Mm-hmm. Maybe pushing Trent for that number one right back spot. Fair enough. You know, but Trent Trent goes as number one. Of course. Shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sent the back pairing. I uh, went for Tamori. Another Chelsea. Yeah, getting minutes to Chelsea. He said, getting time again, he's come from nowhere. Had a great season last year at Derby in the Championship. Yeah. Uh, he got called up to England squad, didn't get, didn't get games for Southgate. He's dropped off recently though, haven't they? Yeah, it's going to happen, I think. Young lad coming in. You know, Premier League is tough. Mm-hmm. going to get so, uh, sussed out some that's coming yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Play, yeah. play against him in the long term? Well, for this World Cup anyway. Maybe. Maybe it's come a tournament too soon for him but um, he's definitely there or thereabouts I mean look at who, who else we got who else we taking the centre-halves King, well, King has, has, has gone blown yeah, yeah. he won't be going on the thought well, John Stones John Stones again yeah, I, get, I, I spoke to you about the, some of the Burnley defenders mm-hmm. like James Tarkowski for mm-hmm. me yeah he does does the job and I know it's not fashionable but all he does is defend well, he does just, take, is the, um, just take the Burnley keeper 
and, and back four. <laughs> we wouldn't see very many goals. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Tarkowski obviously is a good shout because obviously Southgate's given him a, a, a chance. He's given him a couple of caps already. Yeah, I think he looked a little short of that, that class. Okay. Because um, Ben, you, you mentioned Ben Mead. Ben, ben Mead as well. Yeah. Yeah. Never been given a shout when Tarkowski was always considered the better. better uh, of the two. I think I, when I watch them, I always think Ben Mead looks a bit more commanding, yeah. a bit more knows the role. Yeah, they make a very good partnership. Mm. But would you have him as your England? Probably not. Well, I just think if you put him against someone that's more of a, you know, a modern, I guess a modern centre half, a bit more ball playing, a bit more. So Harry, Harry Maguire's a shoeing. Yeah. So Maguire's going to start. Yeah. So you think of a partner for him? Well, it's probably going to be Maguire Stones, right? <laughs> that's probably going to be the, the partnership that Southgate goes with. Oh, in terms of established, I'm not sure. I've got I'm plenty sure. of caps oh, already. I think, I think Stones goes, but as a squad player, he's in no time for the season. When he has played, he's looked. Because mm. he's not getting time. Okay, so you left back. Um, I went for. I need to oh. check, oh. check out my notes. Oh, so it's, it's a bit worrying, really. We can't start real off some centre backs, really. Well, to as another centre half, throw out there. Um, your your favourite centre half, well, Jamal right. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Darren's got a poster of him up on his wall. Yeah, no, not quite. Is Ben Chilwell? No, no. no Paul's got a poster of Chilwell <laughs> on the back of his toilet door. I, I think, I think, Lascelles um, probably needs to move club if he's going to have any chance. But he's the main man at Newcastle. He, he, he is. He's, he's and, and the thing is, that's why I appreciate him, and I, th- I think that's why I appreciate that. That actually, he probably should be in, in the yeah, frame for England. If, if Gareth's picking players that are playing. Again, Newcastle are a team that are either fairly good or... I mean, aside, 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 let me put it in, into, into, context, into context and perspective. Aside from Matthias De Ligt, what under 23 is... is, is, is what, captain of their club. Yeah, he's yeah. captain of their club. <clears throat> that, that speaks volumes for me. He's a, he must be a massive voice in that dressing yeah. room, especially amongst so many like um, more well-established players like Shelby... Um, and uh, yeah, I, yeah, the, the other the, the other <laughs> players, But you get what I mean. Like there's 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 plenty more at um, Newcastle that are far more established. But is he is he captain because of his presence over his footballing skill? Well, I think there's obviously a lot behind the scenes that we don't see. I think mm-hmm. he, he has to be a commanding presence, a voice in the dressing room. Does, does that mean a go-to guy? That doesn't mean you get England caps, though, does it? Doesn't necessarily, no. But it it, it, it means it shows that you, what he's all about. Of course, yeah. From a personality perspective, it's, it's exactly what probably England needs. So why is he never been given a, a shout? Well, that's that's the question. It's I not think. even in the debate, is he? The, the, the circles of. Centre halves out there. You so, like Conor Cody and, and other players like that. Well, I mean, Conor, Conor Cody is my my wild card for England selection. Mm-hmm. I, I think if if he gets called up for for, for the, that squad of twenty three, a lot of, a lot of people will be surprised. No, no. Oh, there you go. There's another one. Yeah. So a young, another young, another young centre half, English centre half that's that's captain of a of a top top Premier League side. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a. For me, Conor Cody is a big wild card. Obviously, I, I don't expect him to get called up, but if he does get called up, I think a lot of people will be surprised by it, and I, I won't be one of them. I think he, he probably deserves So you take that the Shell's post and put it uh, for Cody? Oh, yeah, I think so. Jesus. Yeah, really? I think. Maybe yeah. he's got both. He's, 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 Partners. he's folded it neatly in the drawer for <laughs> yeah. when he comes good. The Sells and Cody is a, is a, is oh, a, is a centre-back partnership. You'd be a quivering rope, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's for 2022. That's, it's, a, it's a tournament too soon. Mark my words, 2022, Lascelles and Cody. So, left back, I, I couldn't think of a, 
a left back. So I've gone for a right back that we're going to shoehorn in <laughs> on the left. Okay. Uh, I've got Max Max Aaron's from uh, from Norwich. Great shout. Uh, I think again he, he's had a, a great season in a, in a Norwich side that's massive strong. potential. But so many right backs, so many, so many right. That's why he's playing on the left. And what you're saying is no one's as good as Ben Chilwell. Is that what you're saying? I think Chilwell's this season has so established there's one. no point having a prime okay. left back backup. No? That's what we're saying. Here we go. I've got another Newcastle United player, Danny Rose. <laughs> no way. No way. It depends. Uh, I think uh, obviously um, Chilwell's. And is he a wild card? Cause he's, well, he's not. He's not a wild card. But in terms of getting in the way of of, uh, of a potential wild card call up, no. I think Chilwell is number one. Then you've got to throw Luke Shaw into that. Yeah, you're going yeah. backwards. Luke yeah. Shaw. We're thinking progression, aren't we? Like yeah, of course. Yeah. Young. Yeah. Yeah. I think obviously Good him push. being a naturally right-footed player, obviously a naturally right-sided player, coming out out on the left. Isn't going to do too many, too much harm. But I've seen Reece James cut on the left. Just so you, you could, you could play. James just cut inside. He just cuts inside on his right foot and just puts yeah, the ball in. Like still. Say, I, I think he's yeah. got to be in the conversation as, yeah. as a wing back. Yeah. Whether it's right, left. Yeah. So if, if Trent goes down, you know, yeah. it's, it's real. Who, who does take his place? Do you go the Carl Walker? <laughs> Darren Woods. I would. <laughs> Another poster boy. Yeah. Yeah. How's, how's Trippier getting on? Trippier's done. He's, he's, got, he's had surgery in the last week. Yeah, he's, 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 yeah, he's not doing too well. I mean, he's had a reasonably good um, season in Spain up to that yeah. point. Yeah. He's adapted well, I Playing think. Playing with a very good side. Yeah, well, yeah. So then we go into midfield. There we go. And my, and my poster boy this season. So, again, just to clarify, 4-3-3, three, three, mm-hmm. four, four, I've gone 4-4-2. I've gone four, four, Proper Mike Bassett. Roy Hodgson. Yeah. <laughs> Solid 4-4-2. Four, 4-4-2. Four, two. Four, four, fucking two. Ten men behind the ball. Right? <laughs> I think a player that stood out this season that I knew nothing about before this season that's had a, a real impact is Todd Cantwell. Yeah. From Norwich, yeah. From Norwich, again from Norwich. Norwich have been unlucky in my view. I think so. Out. I think so. This little thing. I, I think... Um, yeah, I think their results don't quite speak how well they've been playing. You remember the big city... What, three or four games in the season and, and deserved it. He's, yeah, yeah, that's he, it. He's massively stood out. And Cod, yeah, he, he's one of their top players. Well, there's three players. You got you got Pookie. I think what is he? Well, well, I mean that's that. I mean that's yeah, the thing, isn't it? Out. I think if Pookie had been uh, a lot more consistent, mm-hmm. obviously started the season on a, on a stormer. Was it six, six goals in his yeah, first five games? That's your typical. You come up in the championship. You're unknown. Yeah, you've got your confidence. No one knows. No one knows how to mark you. How to mark you, and you, you're playing off the shoulder. Yeah, you know, six games in, everyone sussed you out, and that's it. Goals going yeah. up. Yeah. So if you if start you, losing, so goes. Yeah. Obviously, he's become a bit more of a one in four man now rather than a one in one penalty. Yeah. One of the yeah. Like, most of his goals have been pens lately. Mm-hmm. Penaldo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, me Campbell would have stood out. But you, you think obviously that if, yeah. if Pookie was a bit more consistent or if they had a, another strike option yeah. that could put the ball in the back of the net, yeah. they'd be a bit more in the, the top 10 conversation. Well, the, the, the performance is definitely not a relegation side, for mm. sure. And they, they carried on, although they get beat week in, week out. They, they carried on playing the same way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they play a real Try attractive football. Yeah. attacking game and, and Bundia and, uh, and Camo in the middle. Yeah. Very lightweight, mind you, which is why they, they can see too many goals. But yeah. But they look neat and tidy and, and a threat. Bundia is tied second behind Kevin De Bruyne for most assists this season. Yeah. There you go. And if Pookie was any good, he's a winner, yeah. he'd have a lot more. Yeah, player of Pookie. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, um, I, I think for their form, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a 
a realistic consideration, but I, I can see why you... That's they're in trouble, why, That's why he's a boycott. Yeah, no, I can see why you picked him. Yeah. So another one, uh, again, not probably a realistic shout, but someone that stood out for me um, is uh, Dwight McNeil. Mm-hmm. For Burnley, yeah, Burnley, yeah, yeah. we're, we're picking Burnley, yeah, but, but but this is but this is <laughs> the, the, I mean the, I think this is again it goes back. Yeah, form it, speaks it, volumes, though, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. it? Form speaks volumes, but I think it's it's this is Sean Dyche's recruitment policy coming yeah. coming to the fore here. I mean, you look back at Burnley squads over the last three or four years, mm-hmm. it's been Irish, Scottish, Welsh, English. Like very rarely will he go out and spend ten, fifteen, twenty million on a foreign well, export. When I said to you, Dwight McNeil, you said. Who? Well, that's had, true. Had, had to Google him because never, never <laughs> Well, him. not not Google as such. Just watch a few more episodes of, uh, of, of went, Match oh, of the Day. Gonna uh, get yeah. the poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always fast forward it through Burnley games. Isn't it? Really? Just, you start watching them. I have started watching. Yeah. Them, yeah. Start watching. Yeah. Them. yeah. No, I have make, now because of they're going to make up um, nine and eleven uh, England players. Well, now, by so. the sounds of it, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. You said again. I don't know anything. No. To 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 McNeil's credit, he's. Had an absolutely brilliant season. He's, he's really come out um, uh, this year as, as a complete, like I say, started the year as a complete unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, Regular in the other side. He kind of really, yeah, it really makes that that Burnley side tick. Well, Burnley, of, Burnley are workman like, aren't they? But he, he adds that bit of flair, bit of creation. Yeah. You know, he's quick. He's got a great left foot. When you've got like players like Chris Wood and uh, and Jay Rodriguez up, up top that are just really kind of muscle men, you need you need your flair and your and, and your bombs. pace out yeah. wide, yeah, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's he's doing a good job. And then the other two midfielders, I've gone for two Arsenal lads because I think Arsenal have been forced, a bit like Chelsea, into playing the youth when they probably wouldn't have planned on it. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think Joe, Joe Willock's come in and, and looks. Had a lot of game time this year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's looked good. Speaking of Arsenal players, again, there's someone I didn't think of until you just said it, but Saka at left back. Mm-hmm. I know he's not a natural left back, mm-hmm. and he's, been, he's again, he's been shoehorned to play there because we he's haven't got anybody. Him. He played on that side of the. He looks like a pitch. talent, even if he plays further up the pitch. If, you, if you're gonna bring him into the equation, you've got to have him playing as that wing back in a, yeah. in a back three, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. I've gone for a four four two, which I didn't. Yeah, he's not gonna play no. left back now because okay. he's gonna get sussed out big time. Yeah. But my other Arsenal player, who I love, never gets the recognition because he's always played that position. Is Maitland Niles? Yeah. Yeah. I would give him a shout out in midfield. No, I've got him here in playing midfield because that's his natural position. Yeah, I wouldn't play him defensively because he, he. I don't know. He's not a bad defender, but you can tell it's not in his natural game. Those natural positions. And he he does get caught out from time to time. But going forward, he, he's fantastic. Very good vision. Good pass for the ball. Yeah. Again, athletic. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. He'd be, yeah. He'd be, he'd be Sim- similar, I guess similar mould to someone like a Mason Mount. Well, do you know what? I don't think I've ever seen him play in his prior position. I, I've seen, I saw him a couple of times last season. It was most, mostly in the in, in the cups, um, and he, he seemed quite lively. He seems like he's got a lot of pace about him. Um, a few of the final balls were, were very, very good. So his, his vision is, is definitely. Well, good. I, I put him in my fancy team because he was classed as a defender, and mm-hmm. I thought, hey, he might get some midfield games. He scored an own goal in in the first game <laughs> and hooked him. <laughs> <laughs> Standard. <laughs> so then up front, I've gone obviously Calvert Lewin. I think he, he's a standout wild card. With the, with the current situation uh, of strikers as it is, though, is is Calvert Lewin a, a true wild card, or is he is he well, he's kind what, of he's what kind of sense that if everyone's fit, he doesn't get he doesn't get right. Sleep. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But I think he's probably he's probably looking at that now and rubbing his hands, isn't he, and thinking I'm probably on the plane. 
you've got to take someone who's fit. Because yeah. potentially we, we could be taking Kane, Rashford and Tammy that won't have come played. to a tournament that can be rusty. Yeah, won't have, played, won't have played for 9, 10, 12 weeks yeah. between them. So yeah. we're looking at a situation maybe that the two of them don't get picked because they're not match fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danny Ings. Danny Ings gets a, gets a consideration. Well, again, Danny... Danny he's scoring goals. Yeah, the thing is... Going he, backwards though. Yeah, it is. It's a massive backward step in terms is, of in, right. in terms of developing players and in terms of blooding like new new players into the England squad. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with mm-hmm. you. And if Rashford was fit and if Abraham was fit, he would have absolutely no chance. But with those two out, and, and let's be honest, if you've got those those three players that are going to be rusty going into that tournament, there's only Southgate's only going to risk one of them. Yeah, exactly. And it's Kane. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's, he's not going to risk a rusty Abraham or. or so you're taking four Rashford. strikers. You're only taking one. One. You're only really going to be taking one of those three. Yeah. So you've got Kane, Calvert Lewin, and two others. Ings has to be in that conversation. He's got to be in the conversation for sure. Now, I'm going to contradict myself here. <laughs> oh, well. Ings is going backwards because my other wild card mm-hmm. is um, is someone that you go and go. You're not serious. You're not serious. Emil Heskey. <laughs> Almost that. <laughs> but I'm thinking England play three up top. Yeah. Um, Sancho and Sterling. You need a big man in the middle to, to link it all together, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's big man. Oh, no. They ain't going any bigger than Troy Deeney. Oh, that's a shock. Right? Who are you going to... I was thinking that. I, I thought you were going to say we Andy, thought... Andy Carroll. I thought you were going to say... Andy Carroll? Yeah. Oh, on, I mate. thought you were picking one of the Burnley strikers. We're, yeah. on, we're on a bit of a Burnley Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay Rodriguez was going to shout. Yeah. Well, Barnes is injured. I was, I was, I was going to pick Barnes. Yeah. Ashton Barnes, yeah. Um, Doing the Barnes Troy Yeah, Troy Dean is not a bad shout. Um, yeah. I believe it was uh, one of our viewers, uh, Matthew Livingston, who, who shouted up uh, Troy Dean as an England wildcard a couple of weeks ago. I'll do your first scrap because yeah. he talks shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, 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 he shouted up Troy Deeney as a, as, a, as a potential kind of, you know, uh, instead of Ings. Um, but since then, obviously, Abraham and Rashford have gone down injured as well. well you think the way England plays, Kane, Kane plays up top with those, those two of him. Mm-hmm. Rashford would probably do the same thing. That's how we'll play. We're, yeah. we're not going to play any different. Yeah, Tammy's in that same mould. He's going to play the, the focal striker. Calvillon will play the, the, the focal striker. So, if you're missing someone, yeah, because obviously fits the bill. you want the expressive players to do, to, to do yeah. the business, and you yeah. that player to either tap it in or. Uh... Well, you watch Watford, they, they, they struggled the to start the season when when, when Dini wasn't fit. They struggled for a link man, they couldn't score. As soon as he comes back into the side, and people are going, but it's not your Pearson's. <laughs> it's a return of Troy Dini's before now. Do Watford play top top? Uh, well, they, they, they play him. They play him. Gray, right? Yeah. No, they play Saar and uh, Delafeu off. Yeah. Off so they're they're kind of top. like inside forward, like winger winger types, and you've yeah. got like say the big man up top. Yeah. And he links it all together. Takes the pens. It's a good shot. He's a great leader. Big voice. Yeah. He's getting on a bit, and he would only be just a, a the, one tournament. Yeah, guy. one tournament guy. Yeah. Give him a couple of caps. I would take him. Yeah. I would take him. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, no, not a bad shout. It'd be okay. great in interviews afterwards because he swears in his interviews, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I say, I think a striker outside of those adds character. We're, we're, a, little bit, is. we're yeah. a little bit thin on the ground because yeah. the other youngsters that you maybe consider don't get a look in. Well, you, yeah. you mentioned Greenwood. Yeah. I think Greenwood, I'm thinking players like Rian Brewster for, for, for Liverpool. It's too, too soon yeah. for them, I think. None of them is. 
How? Uh, so then the thing is with, with, with outside Brewster, of that, you are talking about the old the, the old men. Is it going back? The thing is, the thing is with Brewster, right? Obviously, he won that under 17s um, World Cup. Even, same, like, even players like Phil Foden. Yeah, you but that's what them. I mean. He he was he was in the same side as Foden, in the same side as Sancho, um, Jonathan Panzo as well. It's great great little under under 17s squad that were playing together a few years ago. Injury has massively blighted his his development. He probably would be in that Liverpool squad or in and around Bruce the first, the first the team Derby. picture. He's on loan to Derby, yeah, to get game time, which Ooh. I think is quite important. Um, I think this tournament's probably just one tournament too soon. I think 2022 comes around if he develops in the right Well, look, Sam, the South is not going to pick you unless you're playing for your... No. He doesn't care what club you play for or how old you are. Is that true, though? Yeah. Because, obviously, Brewster being at Derby, if he goes down there and smashes 15, 20 well, goals if, he's in, if he's playing for Derby, then uh, he, may, he may force himself into the competition. If, he, if he's banging them in. Yeah. Southgate has said it on record that he doesn't doesn't care for who you're playing for. Mm. If you're on form and you are playing regular, yeah. then you're in the conversation. There has to be a line, though, right? Because there's plenty of English oh, strikers in League 1 and League 2 that are fucking scoring 30, he's 30 he's goals a year. At the championship lowest. But, but yeah, I I would, yeah, no, that's fair play. Yeah, of course. No, he's not going to be picking Ivan Tony and smacking him in for Pete. <laughs> he's not coming out and watch Basingstoke play, is he? No, 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 that's yeah. fair enough. No, you probably, probably wouldn't find Ivan Tony on the plane. Mm. Probably, yeah. He knows where the goal is. Yeah. So, you, do you agree with that? That's a, yes, yeah. It's a good eleven. It's a, it's a it's a good eleven. Well, twelve players in the end that, that you that you highlighted and picked out there. I, I agree with almost all of them. I think you're missing one or two. Go on, Cody. Uh, I think um, yeah. I think Connor Cody. I think uh, I think Danny Ings is probably is probably there for the same reasons as as uh, Troy Deeney. Um, is he your, your main man? Though? Is he your focal point? Your holdout man? He's. I mean, he's he been. Plays, he plays off a big man. But he? yeah, I think, I think. But he's playing that role for Southampton, though, right? He's the go-to goal, goal scorer. I mean, uh, I think there was at one point. I think um, before before January, I think that Southampton has scored twenty-two goals, um, and all twenty-two had been scored by Englishmen. 16, mm-hmm. Sixteen of them were mm-hmm. scored by Danny Ings. One thing with England playing Sancho and, and Sterling is your. Do you play Ings out there? To me, that seems a bit light. Possibly. And, and actually, I think if you're if you're thinking about Sancho, Sancho, you'd have to control the midfield, won't you? Mm. Which we will. Sure not really good at play like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if Henderson, because you, you haven't got that striker to to, to Henderson, get you out of trouble. Henderson and Eric Dyer controlling the midfield. Yeah, yeah. I don't think debate. I, I think genuinely, I don't think Eric Dyer is anywhere near this England team at the moment. I think I think there's too many no. too many other options. Doesn't, well, doesn't, doesn't play for Spurs for start. Well, Jose Jose has come in as his biggest fan and doesn't pick him. Yeah. That's that's an odd one though, isn't it? Because that was the that was the the first thing that people said was that when Jose took over at Spurs, it was like right, Eric Dyer's all, all of a sudden. Yeah, he did pick them straight off, didn't he? Yeah, Eric Dyer's back in the squad. He's yeah. going to be club captain. He's going to be maybe driving the bus. Maybe he's fit. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's not fit or he's you know, carrying injury or yeah. just just out form. Just while we're at it and before we end the episode, Henderson for PFA Player of the Year? Never, never. There's a lot of talk. So well, a lot of talk about him being being that. Who's talking? Was that a serious question? Yeah. <laughs> no, never. No? No, I can pick... I, you know, I, I can see why Jordan Henderson is liked for what he does. You know, he does that workman role and, and Batley puts balance in that Liverpool side. But yeah, for me, <laughs> for me no. I think, I think obviously, the, 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 com- the conversation has turned massively because we, we've always been very critical of 
of Henderson in, in, in respect of well, just ask the, the, the entire well yeah I mean that's what I'm saying that, that the whole the whole conversation Mr. Sideways yeah the, the conversation previous was yeah it was Mr. Sideways he, passing he is nice to yeah exactly can't pass but it feels like the, the, the tide is turning obviously because Liverpool are so dominant in the league and, and they're, they're yeah. starting to look at Henderson as maybe being the one that's I think he probably tip. is the key the key cog to, to balancing their side. Yeah. The difference between flair and, and just being outright attacked. It gives them, it gives them legs, doesn't to it? Them being, yeah. He's that guy that just stays there. Yeah. And just gets the ball from the defence. And, 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 and to his credit as well. Gives it to the talented players up front. And to his credit as well, I mean, there's not been many times where, where Liverpool have been kind of maybe down and out and they've, and they've fought back I mean, there's maybe one or two occasions where I can think that they went behind and, and they had to come back and win too good. <laughs> because they have been too good but is he, is, he, is, he, is he that type of player that will grab a team by the scruff of the neck and go yeah. Yeah, we're better than this like he, pick it up lads he and is underrated and I think people do get on his case because he's not flash mm-hmm. uh, and that comment that Ferguson made about him not being able to run mm. I think it stuck with him Yeah, mm-hmm. um, people remembered that because Fergie was going to sign him went to see him play and went I can't yeah. Can't sign because the lad can't run. Doesn't put doesn't put the energy in. No, he, he's got a strange running style, and Fergie comment on it, mm. and it's just stuck with him. Yeah. Um, but bearing in mind, this is the same manager that, uh, when watching Paul Scholes in the under 18s didn't know what to do with him. So he's not a defender, he's not a striker, and he's got asthma. Yeah. But and then at that immediate yeah. moment that he was watching, he pinged in a 50-yard ball and went get him. Yeah. Like, I think it was um, it's the, the story is that he was he was sat there with uh, Brian McClare and uh, McClare they're both, they're both drunk right he, yeah. apparently yeah McClare was was point, Bob Robson there as well McClare yeah. pointed out uh, skulls <laughs> and was like well, what about what about this kid and uh, he goes I'm not too sure what to do and he's not a defender he's not a striker but it's true his whole career was that wasn't it he couldn't tackle no yellow card yellow card city yeah but got that Angry Ginger vibe. Yeah, but what a player. Angry Ginger vibe. What a player, though. Yeah. Great player. Less assist than Peter Crouch. So are we, are we right, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll end the, we'll end the episode on that. <laughs> are, we, are we doing... Uh, are we yes, doing no, quiz yeah, uh, yeah, quiz. Quick quiz. <laughs> That's the jingle. Uh, quick quiz. Jingle my jingle. Yeah. Uh, so how, how are we standing on the league? So... That's the leader, aren't I? Yes, you are. 4-2... Uh, one, one, I believe. Yeah. Four, two, one. So I'm quiz master today. You are quiz master today. So I've had two goes. Yeah. Ouch. So, um, as you're behind, you get the choice of do you want questions A or B? A. A. Yeah, why not? I knew you could pick A because I made A harder. Good. Because <laughs> I knew you pick them because you're so predictable. Right, so we um, we get, we get, we, we didn't do the timer in the second episode. No, we're not going to do times. We're not going to do times? But no, no stupidity. Like, oh no! You, you wandering off upstairs for a Google. Yeah. Google, yeah, Google, yeah, yeah. None of this. Keep it short. If you don't know it, no toilet. Gate. A decent time yeah. of it. Yeah, no toilet breaks. None of this question of sport takes four hours exactly. to film a half-hour episode. Maybe thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, someone if you don't know. I'll, I'll gong you out you and give you the answer. You can just yeah, yeah. tell me answer right. now or right. So question one: Which player holds the Premier League record for the most consecutive appearances? Three hundred and ten. On the on the spin, yeah, I think I know this. John Terry, Brad Friedel. Oh, I didn't know. Brad Friedel. Mm, Who won the first Premier League Golden Boot? Scoring twenty-one. Shearer. Teddy. 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 Teddy.
Teddy Sheridan. Teddy, Teddy Sheridan. In the 2011-12 season, the 20th thousand Premier League goal was scored. 10-11? Yeah. 20,000. By who? I'll give you a couple of clues. Please, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you one clue. Play for Villa. It's Mark Oldbrand. Jesus. Wow. Premier League winner, Mark Oldbrand. Yeah. And who was the first player born in the 2000s yeah. to score a Premier League goal? I feel like I should know this. Pretty recent. I feel like I should know it. So mm. he was born in the year 2000 or just born in the, in 2000s. the 2000s? Okay. So at the time, he would have been the youngest. Premier League score, it's been, been eclipsed since he scored the biggest first. I don't know, I can't think of anyone that would be young enough. Just think teenagers, just think teenage goal scorers. Give you 10 seconds. Uh, I can't think of anyone. Greenwood. Ryan Session to Fulham last season. Oh, bloody hell. Right, and you, who am I? Is. Yeah. I start my career at Man U. Played for Derby, Southampton, and Stoke. Had 396 appearances in total with 26 goals. Three appearances for Gibraltar. Just to throw a little curveball in there. Derby, Southampton, Southampton, Stoke. Stoke. Yep. Youth, youth prospector. Actually, he was in the same youth South team as, well as the Carlton Top yeah. Boys. Oh, right, okay. That narrows it down a little bit, surely. You'd think so. And he is the only um, Gibraltar <laughs> international to play in the Premier League. Is he really? Yeah. Ah, there you go. I only, I only learned that by researching it. Good job. Done my research, Paul. Good, good, good job. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Uh, what position did he play? You run now, right, Dad? Well, work it out from the goals to a, to appearance. 26 goals from 396. Okay, make him a holding midfielder, centre back, right back, <laughs> goalkeeper. <laughs> goalkeeper. Or, or Ben Teke. Goal, yeah, or Ben Teke. Goalkeeper takes free kicks. He's a defender. Um, I thought I had an inkling. How much I give him? No, I don't know. The, 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 it's the Gibraltar thing that's thrown me off. That's why I just put it in there. It's completely thrown me off. I'll, I'll say who I think it is. Go on then. Shaw, I, I Shawcross. Yeah. Danny Higginbottom. Jeez. Danny Higginbottom. What? And Youth. Yeah. Derby. Class Southampton. Class of 82. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you watch the sky now. I still wouldn't have guessed it. You no. don't. You haven't got sky. Yeah, was, that, was, that, was that a zero, was it? I don't think I got one, yeah. Struck out. <laughs> Shot him. This, this quiz is going to get known for us absolutely known fuck all, isn't it? That's what it's going to be. It's, it's supposed to be promoting that we know what we're talking about. Yeah. And you boys just letting the... I know. Down. Sorry about that. Right, so, Darren. Go on. That's the jingle. Question one. As a percentage, this is a tough one. We're going to start with a tough one. Of course. Percentage. Who has missed the most Premier League penalties as a percentage? You can have two clues. Go on. Clue one is he missed... Five from ten. Okay. So it's 50% percent yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the highest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was half his so, so, so. And he played for Villa. Oh, hang on. So, no, uh, wait, wait, wait. So, is it this he took. For, for, 
So he took Premier ten. League. So he took ten penalties ever in his Premier League career, all for Villa. Oh right, he missed five. So when you Google who's missed the most penalties in the Premier League, he comes up as the highest percentage miss rate. So I think it's got to be a midfielder or a striker because that's generally who takes the penalties. You've got ten seconds. Oh Jesus, uh, John Carew. A striker. Who the hell's giving him penalties to take? <laughs> it was Juan Pablo Angel. Wow. Fair enough. Wow. He was pretty prolific. He was, yeah. As a side note, who, who's missed the most penalties in Premier League history? I learned this by researching it too. Jesus. We need to fucking start researching. Start researching shit. Yeah. Who's missed, who's missed the most Premier League penalties? You'd be surprised. It's not a question. It's, it's, it's just going to be one that's taken the most as well. Miss Lowe's, 21 I think it was, oh. memory. No? No, no idea. Michael Owen. Oh, you missed 21 I genuinely, I genuinely was going to say Michael Owen, yeah, I promise you. Yeah. Question two. Who is the tallest goalkeeper to ever play in the Premier League? The tallest goalkeeper. Bet he's some like fucking Russian mutant or something like that. Name a Russian mutant that you know. Skobnyov. <laughs> I don't know. What's that? Godnyov. Suck me off. I don't fucking know. Costel Pantelimon. Oh yeah, six foot. He's like six, six foot eight, isn't he? Eight, eight, yeah, yeah, six foot eight. See, I know his fucking height. <laughs> Just don't know his name. Don't know his cock length as well. Don't know his name. Typical Friday Night View, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was six foot eight. Yeah. He was six foot eight. I just don't know his name. <laughs> Who in the 2004 fire season scored 21 goals? Made the FA team of the season, partnering Henri in that team of the season, and got relegated. Relegated? How many goals? 21. Who scores 21 goals and gets relegated? Ba, 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 one ba, ba, one man team. One of these Pookie got this season, he's going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went down in the 04 05 season. Oh, you boys. I can't even think he went down. Like even if I even if I could answer that question, <laughs> you know what I mean? Ten seconds. That's the thing. I just I don't I don't even know the teams that went down. You don't have to. It's just well, you kind of do because it narrows it down a little bit. Who <laughs> scored twenty-one goals and went down? He's the only player in in history to make the PFA team that got relegated over all, all seasons. Which you think obviously is general knowledge, yeah. and you should know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I ain't got a fucking clue. Andy Johnson. Ah, oh, of course. Palace. Tour of penalties. 12 versus 21 for the, from the spot. Yeah. That season. I remember that season <coughs> too. Got yeah. called up for England as well, don't Exactly. Now you remember it. Now you remember it. Oh, it all comes back. Yeah. So, and this is a, this is another one, right? The African football powerhouse of Burkina Faso. Yeah. Has produced many a great talent. Have they? <laughs> Who is the only Burkina Faso player to play in the Premier League? Fuck you now. Now, you can have, you can have a clue. Alright, thank you. He played for Chelsea. Yeah. In the 2015-16 season. Oh, okay. So it's quite recent. <laughs> Relatively recent. Sounds obscure, but Oh. <laughs> See, the thing is with my brain, the way, the way my brain works, I remember everything else. Oh, bullshit. You remember the bullshit? Yeah. And not the fact. Bet you, I, I, I'm not going to be able to name it, but I'm pretty sure they bought him from a Bundesliga side. Hertha Berlin. I'm pretty sure. How long left? Five? Young lad as well. He was like 21, 22, something stupid like that. One. It was Bertrand Troy. No. 
super talent, right? Yeah, he was super talent. Joint nationality though, isn't it, with France and Burkina Faso? Well, good enough to play for France, so shows you the African nation. So, your who am I for what it's worth? Just like Freddie Kinney. You get this, you you score a point. Yay! So, God, it's been bad. I started at Malmo. I played for Benfica, Arsenal, Florentina, Valencia, Sunderland. Three hundred and six appearances, eighteen goals, sixty-nine caps, and six goals. Sweden. Well, <laughs> who I thought it was is completely gone because just why I chose. I was questions like, two for for you because I knew Paul get it. You know, I think mm. because I I was thinking of it, what what opportunities did he play for after he played for Arsenal. Uh, so he left you, went to Florentina, Valencia, and Sampdoria. Come back. Big signing at Sampdoria. It's, no. in there, it's in the locker somewhere, but it's, no, it's not coming out. Yeah, any like personal accolades? Do you know what we're going to have to do, boys? We're going to have to edit this. I'll give you the answers, and then we edit you going, Oh, it's oh I know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually make us look semi-decent. Like you know what you're on about. Yeah. <laughs> you want more time five seconds longer? I don't think it's really going to help, to be honest. Toy? I mean, the only, the, literally the only Swede that I can think of that's, that's played for... Um, Arsenal is is Seb Larson. It's not him. I know. Said no. Seb Larson did play for Sunderland as well, didn't he? Yeah. That's that's when when he said Sunderland, that was the first name that came into my head. But it's not him because he didn't play for the Fury. I don't even know. Someone who's fairly good because he's played for Fury. I don't even know who I was thinking of is even fucking Swedish now. (laughs) Freddie Jumberg. He was Swedish. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for that. Um, when you said 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 Malmo and Arsenal as well, I was thinking Kim Kalstrom that he's Finnish. No, he's Swedish. Is he? So he didn't play for those clubs. He didn't go to Sunderland either. So fuck that. I don't. I ain't got Stefan Schwartz. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Never fucking heard of him. Good player. Excellent player. Yeah. If you're making fucking less than a thousand appearances over a ten-year career, I'm not interested. If you're not playing for Reading, <laughs> banging in 30 goals a season, down to road a bit. The, the truth is, I probably wouldn't even know it if, if they played for Reading in their history, to be honest so with you. So they're all, that's all Premier League, so I didn't even go back to sort of old Premier League. Nice. This is all in the 2004 plus, yeah. plus 14 years. I mean, it, makes me question, it makes me really question what I actually do fucking know. I'm drunk all the time. I don't know. I'm, I, yeah. You want to lay off the crack, you two, and, <laughs> and start, start living. We need to stop watching football at the pub. I think that's probably the probably is. No, lots of brain cells. What it is is your your knowledge is football manager. If they don't appear on the football manager radar, you boys are screwed. If they're not, a, if they're not a wonder kid, no, I'm not. I don't care to be honest. <laughs> if it's not Palace, it's Palace and Paul and his Oh Jesus, that's really bad, isn't it? That's so bad. So, four, two, one. Cheers. And just as a reminder of the uh, forfeit. The person that finishes last in, in, at the end of the season has to wear their, their rival's shirt on a night out yeah. uh, and Gosh. and buy the drinks for. Is it the other two or just the winner? Oh, for the whole pub, wouldn't it? Oh, it was shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it was just for the winner. I think it's a bit unfair sure to, to buy the rounds all, 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 all through the night. Anyway, we're going to end the uh, the episode there. Uh, let us know what your England uh, wild cards are, Connor Cody. Um, and uh, yeah, get get involved in the comment section uh, down below. Um, absolutely tear us apart for our football knowledge as well. It's fucking shocking. Yeah, we're off to get blown by uh, Storm Sierra. 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 
Katie? I don't fucking know. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, ciao for now, guys, and uh, thanks for watching. We'll uh, be listening. See you. See you soon. But.